When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2099, How to Get Better Feedback at Work, by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. Now let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Get Better Feedback at Work by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com. You walk down the hallway back to your desk, feeling a little bit tired. You're about to make the turn, but instead you go straight and you end up in your boss's office. You ask him, do you have a minute? He says yes, and you sit down. He's probably thinking, here it comes. Let the complaining begin. Instead, you say, I just have a quick question. What is one thing I could do to improve on my work? He's stunned, doesn't know what to say. Better feedback. I've been helping companies get better feedback from their customers and employees since 2010, but rarely do we ask for feedback from people in our day-to-day lives. I thought about the feedback that I give myself. My inner critic is always giving me feedback, but I realized that I was asking the wrong type of questions. I recently messed up the time zones and showed up to a phone meeting with a potential client an hour late. Of course, he wasn't on the line. I remember asking myself, why did I think I could start my own business? Who would hire such an idiot like me? Really bad questions. I let this stomp through my mind as I fell asleep. Now I look back on this old self and smile. What a dummy I was to hate on myself so much. Quality questions. Good questions are the key to better feedback. I started improving on how I reflected on my day. I decided to use the same system I have my clients get back from their customers and employees. I rated my day on a scale of zero to 10, zero being lousy and 10 being amazing. I began to keep track of how I felt and where I could improve. Then I asked myself three questions. What went well? What could I have done better? And what is one thing about my day that I want to remember, my daily story? A much more balanced approach to reviewing my day. I focused on the positives, improvements for growth, and savoring the day that I had. My happiness went from a seven to a nine. Improving how I reviewed my day made a huge difference. I savored my day so much more by remembering the good things that happened to me. Asking people in your life better questions to improve your relationships is just as important. Learning from my son. I recently asked my six-year-old son what I could do better as a dad. He said, 
play more Legos with me. I smiled and said, I can do that. That was it. That's what I did. Sometimes the feedback can be painful, but it's better to get it out in the open instead of hiding from it. I had some really rough feedback from a recent book review, quote, the most boring book I've ever read, Amy M. My heart sank when I read her feedback, so I emailed her. She replied back apologizing that the book didn't deliver what she wanted from it. She actually didn't think the book was that boring. It just reminded her of how she felt stuck in her life. Her feedback gave me a chance to connect with someone. She turned into a supporter after our email exchange. If I would have dismissed her feedback, I would never have turned a hater into a supporter. I've asked my son, what do I do well as a father? You play on the floor with me. Now I know that's one of his favorite things to do and can do more of it. On one day, my son held his hands over his ears as I was lecturing him. At first, I got mad. Then I realized he was just giving me feedback to be a better parent. So I asked him what he could do to help me realize that I was lecturing too much. He thought for a second and he came up with a sign that didn't make me feel as bad. He lifted up his hands up to his face and began wiggling his fingers around. He made them dance in the air. I laughed. Now he uses his wiggling fingers as his signal to me that I'm lecturing too much. The importance of showing you care. Good feedback shows you care about your relationships. Good feedback also builds confidence. The more you learn about who you are, the more you can grow. The hardest part about listening to feedback is being open to all sides. Sometimes to get to the good, you have to wade through the bad. It's the domino effect of feedback. The better you are at asking good questions and listening to the feedback, the more each conversation tips toward a happier life. That's why the ability to reframe feedback is so important. People give feedback intentionally and unintentionally every single day. Try not to judge the feedback. Use each response as a chance for growth instead of a chance to beat yourself up. Look at how you get feedback from coworkers, employees, and your family. Are you showing them that you are listening to their problem and their ideas? When you listen to the people in your life and willing to incorporate their ideas into your life, you are open to growth. You'll learn more about yourself, your boss, and your family. It's this growth that will help you grow with the people around you. As you probably know, it's seeing progress at work that makes us happy. Don't expect to take action on everyone's feedback, but always be willing to listen. Next time you finish a project, ask your boss or the leader of the project, what is one thing I could do to improve on my performance? Watch what happens. It's magical. You just listened to the post titled How to Get Better Feedback at Work by Carl Stabe of digtofly.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
And thank you to Carl. He mentioned a little experiment in there that I actually did for years. So if you've been listening for a while, you might remember this. I tracked my income and expenses, every single penny in and out of my life as a homework assignment back in business school. And I still do that to this day, over 10 years later. And tracking that made me wonder what else I could track. So I started tracking my mood too, which is what Carl did. And crazy enough, I did it using the exact same scale as him, zero to 10. I don't think I read about this anywhere. I just wanted to see what I did that day and what my mood was so that I can come up with some basic conclusions about how to get more days above a five or a six. And the moral for me, and longtime listeners will already know this, it was that the best days were always the ones spent with other people. If I spent most of the day alone, I probably had like a five out of 10, just very average. But the eights, nines, and tens, that was thanks to other people. Although the lower days too were thanks to other people, so gotta keep that in mind. But I like this exercise so much, I included it in the Optimal Living Daily Workbook. But back to Carl's post, what I really like is that he took it a step further and added in those questions. What went well? What could I have done better? And what is one thing about my day that I want to remember? If I were to ever update the workbook or change something about one of the prompts, I might add those questions in because I do think it's a great way to focus on the positive, like he said, and remember the good things, which is really important. So even if you don't do this exercise formally, for today, just try to remember the good things. Hopefully listening to this podcast was one of them. I appreciate you being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. That's really the only way I've been able to continue doing this. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.